0: Welcome to This is Her America. I'm your host, Shayida. Her America is my way of crashing down on liberal narratives everywhere. On this podcast, listen as I give my hot conservative take on all things society and culture. Pandemic is finally over. Today I'm going to be diving into the mandatory vaccines that have been pushed by schools, colleges, and workplaces almost everywhere in America. And White House Press Secretary Jan Psaki talking about how the Biden administration is going to send in strike forces into neighborhoods across the U.S. to motivate private citizens into getting the vaccine. I cannot think of a better time than right now to practice your second amendment rights during the pandemic if this pandemic has taught us anything it has taught us that when government seizes power they're gonna go on a full power trip This COVID-19 has revealed nothing more that government does not care about your health. They do not care about your well-being. They do not care about your life. So the number of people that are willing to give blind trust to the government is almost shocking. The thing about uh, about lockdown specifically was they never worked to begin with. In the beginning of pandemic, when we saw most states going into a lockdown mode, it was reported that several hospitals were laying off healthcare workers. The healthcare workers, this was called the pandemic layoffs. And I thought, why during a time of pandemic would hospitals be laying off their workers? This would be a terrible time to do so. And it was because the government incentivized hospitals to. Um, med- prioritize COVID-19 hospitalizations over other procedures, such as if you, you if you were a cancer patient and you were seeking chemo treatment, sorry, you have to wait. If you were pregnant, a pregnant woman expecting to deliver a baby soon, sorry, got to prioritize the COVID-19 patients. And so we saw hospitals, especially in especially in rural areas laying off the workers especially in Michigan governor which Whitmer pushed executive orders to have hospitals delay executive elective su- surgeries so procedures that are the big bread and butter for most hospitals like elective surgeries um cosmetic surgeries diagnostics tests those were delayed in order to make room for the COVID nineteen patients, and because of this, hospitals saw a loss in revenue, which meant most hosp- most doctors and nurses and other healthcare workers, whatever their role was in the hospital, was being were gonna be laid off. This was terrible. This probably led to a lot of the mismanagement going on in hospitals. So when I think of this, COVID-19 did not take lives, big government did. I was watching a IGTV video by the one, one and only Candace Owens. She was talking about how the government or more so the media was using COVID-19 As a way to scare citizens into giving up their lives, staying home, wearing masks, um, erasing normal life as we know it. With this thing, as she infamously say, death ticker. And it was very very evident, especially during the beginning of a pandemic when CNN and Google every day will have like one tally mark for every covid case that popped up in a state or county and this really speak to the scare tactic in order to push citizens to give up their civil rights their civil liberties and their pursuit of happiness and also on social media we saw a lot of doctors and nurses speaking out and talking about how there were different treatments like the hydroxychloroquine, which was something that trump talked about when he was in office and being censored off the internet because anything anyone whether you're a doctor or a mom or a college student if you said anything that went against the COVID narrative you would be censored off the internet and that's right there we should know that COVID-19 wasn't really a huge threat because why would you need to censor information, block information that um, about a virus that you thought was a huge threat? Of course, you're going to have your conspiracy theorists out there. You have a, a conspiracy theorist for everything, for about everything. Medicine doesn't really fall short of that. So why was big tech and big media so so pressed about what information gets see-through and it's because it's all a big power grab they want the american people to feel scared and want the american people to feel small so they they so they started censoring sistering um conversations happening on facebook instagram google and most big tech big tech platforms and that didn't work they said if you sound if you said anything about COVID vaccines you were going to be kicked off and that didn't work with the city with the American people because people still talk about it and then they moved on to celebrities i think one thing that was very evident is that democrats and well, as like pro big gov politicians in general, think that the people somehow admire celebrities, like we somehow idolize them and follow them blindly. Because it was when the vaccine came out, it was very evident that all of these celebrities were posting on Instagram saying, Hey, got my COVID 19 jab, or looking strong with my COVID 19 vaccine, and posting their little Covid vaccine index cards and i thought that's so weird if there was anything that was going to make me get the covid19 vaccine less this was it like it's this almost like toxic and ideology um culture that we see with celebrities like going on social media and posting their arm with their band-aid on or showing their little like index cards or whatever and that still didn't work And now we're getting to a point where it's bribery and coercion. If we don't choose to get the COVID-19 vaccine as it already is out there, they're going to separate us from public life as we know it. They're not going to allow us to go to work. They're not going to allow us to go back to school in person to pursue our education. We're not going to be allowed to go to football stadiums and concerts without a vaccine passport some states aren't even pushing for a vaccine passport and i thought wow this is very scrutinizing and a lot of conservatives call this out from the very beginning when we were going to lockdown mode and all the governments state governments were like two weeks to flatten the curve we all remember that 15 days to flatten the curve and a lot of conservatives on the right that were viewed as viewed as the conspiracy theorists then were saying this is not just going to be 15 days when the government takes power they hardly give it up they're going to cut back they're going to prolong this pandemic as much as possible and uh, after a year and six months in that is very true. It went from 15 days to slow down the pandemic back in March and April of 2020. Then it was, okay, the rest of summer. Okay, Christmas. Christmas, everybody can get back to life. Now, we're in July, almost August of 2021, and it's now get the jab, get the vaccine, or you'll be cut off from public life. Whoa. That's a big step, a major power step from 15 15 days to solve the curve this was never about health this was never about safety this was about power and control i don't think the government cares if the american people never gotten the jab or not but they're utilizing this pandemic as a way to coerce us into doing something that we're not comfortable with if you don't get the vaccine you don't care about grandma you don't care about your family you're selfish you're a selfish human being how about that we're all not made the same we all have different um health issues different things going on in our bodies all humans are not made the same way we all have different things going on in our bodies, so we all have to make a calculated decision weigh the risk and benefits when it comes to not just the covid vaccine but for any vaccine any treatment anything that's no that's been created in medicine ever we have to make a men we have to make a calculated decision So when we talk about um, mandatory vaccine and what that has, how that has caused more harm than good, you have a lot of colleges now telling young people, young people who are roughly between the ages of 18 and 25-ish, depending um, where you are, if you are a college student, whether you're undergrad or graduate, you're probably most likely around that age range, um, saying, saying that if we don't get the mandating the vaccine saying that if we don't get the COVID-19 vaccine then we're not going to be able to return to campus for in-person learning like prior to pandemic in the fall of 2021. That went from again went from 15 days to slow down the curve to either get to JEP or you won't go, be able to come back to school. Now a lot of college students were already in school at the universities prior to pandemic they have been forced to take online classes for over a year some of them just to comply with the COVID 19 precautions prior as prior to their enrollment to new universities prior to the pandemic they were already enrolled in this in these universities getting the vaccine or or rather, should I say, um, sharing their personal health information was not a condition upon enrollment. For a lot of these universities so what changed especially when you know the vaccine whether if it's provided by pfizer or moderna already have an official ban they now have to put out an official risk ban for young people because there are significant number of cases showing up in young people who have gotten the vaccine of heart inflammation and other issues like myocarditis and pericarditis those are real risk for young people not a lot of um um i know people that have gotten the vaccine and who are around my age age and have been fine but there are anecdotal stories out there of young people and children even who have gotten the vaccine and are coming out with these heart issues that seem almost one in a million for Young people, if this was under any other circumstances, for so for these universities and colleges to now push this mandate saying that you have to get the vaccine or you won't be able to pursue an education, it's um un, it's unthinkable and medically unsounded and unethical to say the least. Because if you look at the study, if you looked at the risk, you would not be pushing young people to get the vaccine. Young people, in my opinion don't need to worry about getting the vaccine at this point unless they're immunocompromised or they have other issues where they might be vulnerable to the virus the COVID-19 virus they don't really need this so coercion and I know a lot of universities are now offering exemptions crappy exemptions in my opinion saying that we have to prove in a way um by saying that we are trying to exempt ourselves from getting the COVID-19 vaccine is a way that we're anti-vax. A lot of us um, young people and folks who do not wish to get the COVID-19 vaccine are not generally anti-vax. I know when I'm speaking out about this topic, topic, I'm not coming from an anti-vax community. Most of us have gotten vaccinated throughout our entire lives. We got uh, immun immunization shots. We've gotten the flu shot on a yearly basis as such as it is like as it's medically recommended to us to get the flu shot every single year because statistically we are more likely young people are more still more more likely to die from the flu than they are from this virus and so bribery either getting back to work or going back to school wasn't enough um trying to bribe citizens with lottery tickets free food and concert tickets and six flight tickets wasn't enough to get us or people just across all age ranges um to get the COVID vaccine so now which leads to the Biden administration pushing for strike forces to come knocking coming into neighborhoods knocking on doors of private citizens or in order to motivate them to get the COVID-19 vaccine which is unconstitutional unconstitutional i don't care if biden is the most pro science president we ever have he's not by the way but this is unconstitutional this is a communist move right here when the government has to take an excessive power trip power move to get the citizens to do what they want them to do And this goes against our uh rights as citizens and our medical freedoms as the new broom newberg code has it a code that was a set of principles set by the medical field in the 1940s it's a set it's known as a set of research ethic principles for human experimentation and right now, any COVID vaccine provided in the United States is considered an experimental vaccine. It has an EUA, which means Emergency Use Authorization. It, mean, it is not an FDA approval. There is a difference between the Food and Drug Administration approval and the Emergency Use Authorization. This vaccine is still under an emergency emergency use authorization mode, meaning there's no liability and no long-term studies on them. So for the White House press, press secretary to just blab this out as it, it's normal for the government to come down knocking down on doors of United States citizens and asking them if they've gotten the jab or not and if they have not to get the jab, comply. Or else, what is that? all else, or else. By the way, what are you gonna do if I refuse not to get the COVID nineteen jab? I would like that question to be answered for me. This is how the government has overstepped their power, and the medical community, in some retrospect, is at fault for this. I'm not gonna blame. Um, the government so much in this case but i know there have been law doctors who have taken have been brave enough to speak out about the coercion about the mishaps and the intentional bad decisions um people in the medical community have made and people and who are working in government have made and who are working together big pharma big government big tech big media they all work together collectively in some ways in their own separate manner to conspire against the american people and this is dangerous this is how you get a communist country this is what a communist country does and you united states is not one so when you are elected into public office, I don't care if you're pro-science, I don't care if you're pro-choice or pro-life, you have a constitution- constitutional duty to serve the American people or serve the public in which they elected you into office to. But the Biden administration wants to paint themselves, a lot of state leaders want to paint themselves as the pro-science um, Politician, and yet want to ignore the science of behind lockdowns, which were never, which never improved, or proved to to delay the transmission when it comes to the virus. Um, The science of mask mandates and how pointless pointless it was to mask people who were asymptomatic or just did not have the any components of the virus to begin it who didn't show to be positive with the COVID-19 virus government is most retros- retrospect and put it into perspective government the government is the most anti-science anti-medicine um, group on the planet because their job is not to do something that's good for the health and well-being of the american people their job is to preserve the civil civil liberties and rights of the American people to protect our unalienable rights in are to never be taken away. And they have done exactly the opposite. I hope that um, wherever you are, that you make whatever decision that is best for you because nobody is is in control of your health only you are only you can take care of your own health only you can take the necessary precautions that would help um that will help benefit you and your life and your body and your health whether that is spiritually mentally emotionally physically you do what's best for you the government is not going to take care of you if you have seen what has been going on in the government as far as andrew como with the nursing home scandal you absolutely should not put your health the trust of your health in the government's hands i i was on social media, I was on Instagram and I was reading something that was um, by Perky, a post by Berky, Perky you and I'm gonna try to find it right now. But it said something to the light of it says something to the light of cautions or something like that. Yes, you can expect to live a full life without assuming some risk. Let me say that again you can't expect to live a full life without assuming some risk there's a spectrum between caution and panic and if isn't well calculated, you can miss out on the best things life has to offer i know right now seems dawning when everybody when all the institutions from education to the political to the media um And even to the cultural space are telling you, you're going to miss out on good things happening in the outside world because you decide to do this. You give them the biggest middle finger, metaphorically speaking, the biggest middle finger, and you tell them, move on. Because I am not the one. We are not the one to be messed with. In everything you do in life, there are always going to be some risk. And if this pandemic has taught you anything, you might as well take those risks. Because some things are just worth fighting for. Listen, tomorrow is not promised. So live like it's going, like there is no tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk some more i will check on with you guys soon and i hope that you enjoyed this podcast and you have taken away um some things from this podcast as far as um life after pandemic since the pandemic's already over over and i pray that if your workplace and school or wherever you are is pushing you to get the, the vaccine you're not comfortable with there are our legal there are legal options to take. There are so many people out there, so many organizations out there. And so states who are willing to help citizens to come back this hysteria. Uh, we'll come back to you next time. And until then, this is Her America.